What's good, everybody? This is Chris, aka Mr. Tetris, aka Poseidon Moist Master, the wet maker, and cosplay consultant. Fuck y'all. Um, this is the Black Cosplay Boosters Group podcast, the first episode pilot. We have the admins here, admins and mods. Um, go on and introduce yourself. We'll start with uh, Khalil. Oh, oh, that's what we're doing? Okay, I was hoping to go last. Anyway, um, I'm Carlo Phoenix. I'm everyone's favorite Leo, Phoenix Senpai. And uh, yeah, that's really it for now. Keith? What's up, everybody? It's Keith, a.k.a. Fresh K, a.k.a. Keith Tato, a.k.a. The Black Ranger Accepts Home Substitute, a.k.a. Hashtag Damn It, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go to Kendra. I limited to three. I limited three. <laughs> hey everybody, my name is Kendra, um, aka Senpai Dolphin Cosplay. I like that. It sounds better than I read it because I'm I'm like dyslexic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, always, I really always mix it up. It's, that ain't supposed to be. It funny. sounds better. I like it. Alicia. Hello, my name is Alicia, um, aka oh, Honey Fro Cosplay. Oh, and it's okay, everybody does it. Yeah. Hi, I'm Snow on all of my socials. We're gonna go over we're gonna go over socials at the end. We're gonna make sure everybody gets us. Um, first things first tips and tricks now i know all, i know all of us have like something to contribute to the cosplay community um something that we learned along the way especially at cons especially at conventions short of me because i haven't been yet but what are some of the things that you feel uh, like need to know absolutely every con you go what's something that you need to know about uh let's start with keith Well, one thing I kind of learned the hard way with just about every con I've been to is be prepared to spend money. I don't care how frugal you think you are, it is going to happen. Because simply getting to the con, that's an expense in itself. Finding a place to stay, that's another expense. And everybody knows about the dealer's room. It is tempting. One tip that I heard from another um, person was that always bring double what you expect to spend at a con. Because you never know. Things happen. A double is just readily available out here. <laughs> <laughs> you better save that. They got money. Saving is a saving. Saving is a thing, right? I didn't dream right. that. Right. Double is literally just readily available for us out here. Wow. Um, Vampy. What you got for us? Me. What you got for us, Vampy? Oh, um, tips and tricks to know about conventions. First things first, you're, if you plan on going to a convention, always figure out where you're going to be staying because there's no point in going to a convention if you don't know where you're going to be staying, like whether it's with a hotel, with some friends, or you're going to stay at someone's house who's close by. Just make sure you have that part situated first. Another thing... Make sure you carry cash on you. Even though vendors do accept cards, 
you just gotta make sure you bring cash with you. Cause I had one instance where I didn't bring cash with me to a con, and my card got uh, it got locked. So I was just out of luck for gotcha. two whole days of the con. And luckily, my friend was I was with my best friend. So anytime I needed something, I was able to just like send her money mm-hmm. through like PayPal. And that way I still got what I wanted, but it just kind of made me more conscious of things. You just don't want that to happen to you. Another thing, make sure you have a water bottle. Like you always want to stay hydrated. The last thing you need is to pass out at a con. Cons can be very, very hot. Um, Usually the first day, it's not too hot. It's still kind of cool because the first day of a con, it's never really that crowded, but always the second day, and then on, it's super, super hot. So make sure you stay hydrated. If you're going with friends, make sure you have a meeting point uh, for when you guys do get separated. You have your charger on you with a small charger and like the regular charger. So you- yeah, local chargers and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you could have a solar, uh, a power bank. That, that works as well. You yeah. just kind of want to make sure you're prepared for that. Gotcha. Um, Felicia. Um, my tip would be wear comfortable shoes because you're going to be walking and walking and walking some more. Like I have certain pairs that I only use for cosplay and then make my boot covers over top of those. I don't wear high heels to uh, conventions I did one time and I will never do it again. No, wear comfortable. I cannot stress enough. <laughs> wear comfortable shoes. Got you. That sounds honestly. That sounds. <laughs> this sounds that sounds, that that sounds terrible. That's real though. though. It's real though. It's Joto cosplay. I got shirt shoes and my feet was hurting by the end of the con. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. It's real. Yeah. I if can't you, imagine. as someone who's gone done. to cons. And I go to cons alone most of the time. Mm. So I don't have anyone be like, look, let's sit down. No, wear comfortable shoes. <laughs> and bring your safety pins because your stuff probably might fall apart. <laughs> you just never know. Everybody's favorite auntie. <laughs> we got Kendrick coming up next. So I guess to piggyback off of what um, Alicia and Vampy had said, yeah. in terms of like inclement weather and like extreme weather, I feel like it's always essential to kind of uh, do your cosplay around the weather because I know for for my first cosplay, I was at Anime USA and it was so freaking cold. And of course me, gotcha. I'm not really thinking anything of it. So my first cosplay was Michiko and Hatchin or Michiko Melandro from Michiko and Hatchin. And of course, if you know what she looks like and what she wears, she was wearing <laughs> short, um, short. a bandu bra mm-hmm. with some short shorts, some boots. I was out here looking crazy and freezing my butt off. No, and then the same thing happened when I was in BlurCon. I went as Yamiko Jabami from uh, Kakigiri, and she had a whole uh, she had a whole uniform on, and I was burning up. So I feel like it's very, very important to kind of like 
you know, do your cosplay around the weather because it. But to be fair, <laughs> BlurCon was hot. It was. As hell. It was very you hot. Know, I was. It was. I was so hot. Oh my god! I wear like a one piece, and I was still hot. Like I it was like, no matter where you went, even when you were inside and then even when you were outside, it was just like you can't escape this. I'm sitting here real cold. Another thing that would also help is another thing that would also help is if you guys are wearing armor, like an armor cosplay, a lot of things that people do that other people don't really realize is they put fans or ice packs under their armor. Yeah. And like the main spots, mm -hmm. just so they can mm -hmm. they don't get heat stroke or anything like that. Because I know I go to the Renaissance Fair as well, and I know a lot of people do that. Yeah, that's actually that's actually a solid solid information. That's, for me anyway, as like a, a crafter, like I make cosplay armors and everything. That's solid information because uh, with that information now, I can like incorporate pockets for ice packs and such like that on the back of armors and, and things like that. So that's solid. That's solid information. I wouldn't I wouldn't have guessed that. I complained about how hot the foam armors are when I'm making them. I didn't have an initial solution because that's not my problem. Put after, an after ice after pack on that. So that's <laughs> something I can now consider, you know, my craft and everything. So I appreciate that. Um, hello. Um, so what I would say as a tip, never go to your first con by yourself. Um, if you're like me, you might have be like an introvert, and sometimes cons can be very overwhelming, and you never mm -hmm. realize how bad your social anxiety can actually get. Gotcha. You are at a con, nothing but people that you don't know. It's just a floor of people. It's just random faces. Um, perfect example, I've been in the con community since like 2012. Um, last yeah. Dragon Con for the first time, and Dragon Con is like five different hotels. I keep hearing, yeah. And it's, it's massive from what they say. Massive and it's huge, and you literally won't tell how big it is until you go. Luckily, I had a friend with me the whole time, but my social anxiety was off the chart at Dragon Con. So I would always recommend either your first con be a kind of a small con, or you don't go by yourself. Would you consider Blurred Con a small con? Um. Yeah, on that type of scale, yeah. I think by, by comparison to Dragon Con, it's like a small con. Compared to Dragon Con, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, what about compared to something like Katsukon or, or Momocon or something like that? Never been to Momo, but I would say Blurred and Katsu are kind of on the same level. Okay, got you. That's all. I mean, that's solid information. My my real piece of information that I've learned so far is to really try and know people before you go try and know what some people are going to dress up as so you can have some people to recognize when you get there because it's one thing if like you're walking in a crowd and it's everybody's new faces and you don't know what anybody looks like but if you do and they're all wearing makeup or they're all in helmets and armors and everything you're not going to recognize them anyway unless you actually had the discussion of like who they're dressing up as and such like that so kind of try and be familiar with the people that you're going to see or you're going to chill with or you may try and bump into and what they're going to be as it's easier to find people that way um yeah that's mine that's mine i haven't been to a con yet to experience all these hardships um the ice <laughs> is solid information 
that is right there anything you're something. excited to see you at a con like you're looking forward to experience for me um in particular um i want to yeah. see some, i want to see the panels i want to see the panels um because one thing that i i wanted to do i wanted to do a panel for people that were getting started in cosplay crafting you know it's it's not it, i won't say it's easy it's not incredibly hard to get into it but it's not easy um and i feel like a lot of people look at it like oh i need you know thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment and all these technical skills and i have to be doing this for years and years and years and you know there's there's so much information and there's so many resources out here there's so many different fabrics and materials. I just I just saw um I can't remember his name right now off the top of my head, but I just saw a cosplayer use his daughter's book bag straps for his blade costume. And I'm like, I'd have never, you know, I would have never thought to use something just as simple as that towards an elaborate cosplay. For him, it was an elaborate cosplay, but I peeped that it was a book bag strap and I just thought it was dope. And people, you can be resourceful with everyday items when it comes to cosplay you know it, there's such a range to it it's really up to you and how you incorporate it into your craft and or even your regular designs like people like like kendra you do um you do a lot of closet cosplay you know you use everyday items to incorporate that into your craft so it's mm -hmm. that's what i'm excited about seeing people talk about their crafts and getting other people to understand how they got to that point um on those panels but yeah. Um, what do we have next, Vamp? What do we got next? But I don't forgot. I lost all. I lost all concept. Of everything. Oh, staying motivated through the quarantine. Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> how are we still excited about going to cons next year after this quarantine? Y'all, how we how do we manage that? Is it just like we needed something to do, and hopefully, hopefully they don't get canceled and everything? Is that all it is for us, or is it something in particular that's keeping y'all going? I'm just like going with the flow, honestly. But as far as me being hopeful or optimistic about any of these cons opening up, I'm not really sure because I haven't even traveled out of like my own state since this uh, pandemic hit. I've literally been in this state and I like I was going to travel for my birthday, but I can't even do that because I'm just so like anxious. So I don't know how it's going to be next year. Yeah, honestly. And that's that's a that's a real big concern for traveling out of state. I know, mm -hmm. like I traveled out of state a couple times, and like I you know I took Amtrak, so it was it was a little simpler for Amtrak because they limit how many passengers they're allowed to have, mm -hmm. so that everybody's spaced out evenly, and that's not the case for I'm sure that's not the case for like certain airlines and things like that. So yeah, traveling out of state is a big one. What about you, Vamp? What's what's keeping you going with this? Uh, for me, it's kind of just like, kind of how I always look at cosplay. I don't look at it as, oh, I'm looking forward to this con. I got to do this for this con. It's more of just me being able to express myself with art. Because cosplay isn't my only thing that I like do. I also sew. Most of my costumes I sew. So I don't just sew costumes. I sew like regular yeah. clothes. And then I make stuff for my Etsy store. Like I make my hats and then I want to dabble into making foam armor and things like that. So things that I do that always keeps me motivated is I watch yeah. a lot of YouTube videos. And the YouTube videos I watch, they don't necessarily have to be for what I want to do. Cause 
I could be watching a video for sewing a coat and something in that video could help me for something that I want to make for a dress. So like watching other things can give you inspiration for other things and you can learn different things that way. You don't just want to keep a narrow, a narrow thought process, if that makes any sense. But you kind of want to keep an open mind when you're learning things. You can learn things different ways. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong with that. I learned. Um, I was I was watching like one of my cosplay tutorial crafting videos, and some resin wood table art video came up, and it gave me ideas of how to incorporate resin into you know different cosplays. So it's it's an art craft, and you can find inspirations from all different type of things like that. You know, um, Keith, what about you? What's keeping you motivated through this quarantine? Well, for me, the quarantine was low-key a blessing in disguise because last year i kind of was like scrambling because yeah. I, w- I was like just getting into cosplay i wanted to go to that kind i wanted to go to that kind of something this was happening at once so this quarantine was i look at it as life basically life telling me to slow down it was like pump your brakes yep that's basically telling me to pump my brakes now i got extra time to actually plan ahead so that way i won't be you know felt rushed because now with the strong possibility of cons happening next year this time i'll be ready because i spent all this time getting ready for it yeah i think that's the i think that's probably my motivation too like i had so much stuff that i had planned that by the time everything got canceled i was like all right i'm gonna be 10 times better next year because i'll have x amount of time to get it done you know especially with everything that I've learned, even the people I've met, even the people that I've met along the way, like, like, especially you guys, like it's all of it's a blessing because I have a stronger sense of community in the cosplay community that by the time I get there, I'll know two, 300 people more than I, I planned on knowing if I have went to BlurCon this year, you know, I think that's, I think that was really dope. Um, Alicia, what about you, love? Well, I have, <laughs> I have taken this time to get better. Like, um, I've made, uh, you know, some foam smithing things before, and they were just okay. But I've taken this time to get better at making patterns, get better at sealing my seams, you know, so that the things look to me, you know, not that they didn't look okay the first time, but they look better. Like if you compare my first breastplate, which was like a Valkyrie to my last yeah. one, which was Lady Loki, there's like a huge difference. Um, I've learned to sew better because like I want to be able to do everything and I want to eventually get into having something that I make and sell myself eventually. But yeah, I just, and what keeps me motivated, like for this month, I know a lot of people are doing like the 30 and 30, I don't, no, I don't have time for that. <laughs> so after five weeks in October, I did five cosplays. I don't. I don't have. I don't have the time or the resources to come up with thirty-one cosplays in thirty-one days. Who is doing that? I no, no, ma'am. Mm-mm. Closet so cosplayers. That's cool. I mean, closet Yeah. Yeah, you had to have a lot of closet closet cosplays because. Uh, yeah, I, five was a stretch for me. <laughs> 
That's what I'm saying. I only I've been here for a couple of years. I barely got enough cosplays for a week. Like, I'm not doing 31. I'm like, I'm doing at least, like, I did five. I'm planning on doing at least five or six for this okay. entire like, month. Like, I did one on my birthday. I did, like, two more, like, two weeks ago. I have one this Saturday. It's, like, going to be every single Saturday leading up to Halloween. That's what you're getting right, out of that's me. That's what I was doing. Right. So That's yeah, crazy. like I did mine and, <laughs> and planned them. Like I started planning this though, like in July. <laughs> so I can make sure that, you know, the dresses I needed to make were good. Or if I, like one dress I bought, one dress I made, um, I made cape, I made, you know, I made stuff, but you know, I watched YouTube, lots of YouTube and did some research. I just took this time to get better. I also took this time to take the cosplays I was planning for this year yeah. and stretch them out so that I have more time to get them done so that when those groups that were playing, whether they go through or not, I still have these cosplays exactly. and I'll be able to wear them. They're just hanging in my closet so I don't have to worry about rushing to make something. I'm like, Psh, I'll pull exactly. this out right here, got a cosplay and keep it moving, which is something nice. I've been telling people that all all year. Make it anyway. Y'all get unemployment and stimulus checks and, and everything like that. Every, you know, chilling. Y'all at home, work on your cosplay. I know a lot of people is like, you know, there's no rush and everything, and I understand that. But one of the biggest things I hear is that cosplay rush. You know, I have to get this done by this date and X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Is everything everything was put on pause? You have more time to get things done at your leisure, and you know, maybe it turns out a little bit better because you took your time with it. And that's not saying that it was bad, but, you know, maybe you'll feel better about it because you feel like you put the time it deserved into it instead of rushing. Um, who's left? I think it's Khalil. Uh, what yeah. is keeping you motivated? Um, it's like, it's hard to explain in a way. I'm just looking forward to the future. Hopefully Blur 21 is still a thing. I have my yes. hopes up. But um, it is kind of a blessing in disguise because, like I said, you don't have that con crunch or that con rush. You're able to plan your things out. Yeah. Um, I haven't stopped cosplaying. You know, like I might have to be posting any pictures, but I, you know, I'm working on some stick cosplays. You know, I'm still looking forward to my bleach co- uh, cosplay spotter group, so I'm still working on that, getting the getting those cosplays as best as shape as possible. Um, you know, just a lot meeting new friends, meeting you guys. You know, being in this group expanding watching all of us grow that's what gets me through the day so i try to think about you know not being able to travel not going out too much because i still go out here and there just not yeah. as much like to yeah of course wait who's that bleach who's that bleach character you trying to do uh ukior uh, huh? uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. got you got you got you that whole group lined up. Hopefully, we're 21. We walk in and we stunt on people. That's all I want. Two years in the making. Like, no, I was about to say, hold up. I'm trying to join that group. I love Bleach. <laughs> I love me some Bleach. What we got next? Um, what the hell? Read that back. This is the pilot, so we're gonna we see if they're gonna get canceled or not because of because of this right here. Um, <laughs> how to be safe and not expensive? What? Oh yeah, what's happening? What's going on now? How do how do we keep things like inexpensive and safe for us during the COVID, you know, COVID crisis and everything going on? 
the Summer of Envy because she wrote that. That's not what I wrote. <laughs> that is what you wrote. No. What'd you write? Tips on so how people want to get into cosplay and keeping it affordable, not too expensive, because you don't have to pay all this money to get into cosplay. Well, then, then that goes that goes hand in hand with yeah, that goes hand in hand with talking about um, cosplaying within your means and knowing that there's such a range on cosplay that you don't have to go insanely crazy to get a, a character done. You know, that's why I like things like, uh, that's why I honestly love things like closet cosplay. It allows you to be affordable and still practical with the image you're trying to put out. Um, I want to know how you guys got into cosplay, actually. That's one of the things on our list. I want to know how you guys got into cosplay. What started it? What inspired it? Um, what was that that push that you needed? So I think we're gonna start with Alicia, Alicia. And yeah, that's my bad. I know too many people with both. I know. That's my bad. I know. I understand. Like that's been like a fight my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I um have always loved Halloween, always, every year. I'm like, Mom, it's August. Well, when I'm being for Halloween, and she'd be looking at me like I'm crazy. But like, ever since I was a little girl, that was my thing. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And so when I first stumbled onto anime, late uh, on Sci-Fi Channel, I'm trying to show my age, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> no, but it, it don't come on anymore. It used to come on. Anime did, does not come on Sci-Fi Channel. The first anime I ever seen was Akira, and I was like, "What is this?" I, and you know, they still called it Japanimation back then. So, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Look, hush. <laughs> wow. But <laughs> what really tipped me in was Final Fantasy. I was playing Final Fantasy uh, Seven and fell in love with yuna and i was like i gotta you know that was my halloween costume and then i had a friend at the time and she was like oh you should wear it to a con and i'm like a what so i went to the con and that was you know back in 2000 whatever <laughs> and i've been cosplaying huh what con was it it was one here in indiana it was um indie pop con gotcha so um I had so much fun and I was like, oh my God, I got to do this. Um, I couldn't do it as much because my kids were still little, but as they got older, I was able to do it more and get more into it. So I would say I cosplayed light up until about 2016 nice. and then I got more into it. Yeah. What was, the, what was the first, like, did you start out like just buying your own costumes or were you just fresh out the gate making well, your own things yeah well because i'm i'm a plus size gal so uh -huh. i they don't make you know especially back then they really didn't make stuff to fit me then yeah. so i would grab stuff and piece stuff together my mom sews, so she's been teaching me throughout the years how to you know sew and put stuff together and whenever like if we ever have column costumes at work i'll always win because i'm going all out <laughs> gotcha 
kissed your face. Nobody asked you. Sorry, my daughter said I'm extra. But I mean, so. I need you to tell me. I'll be right back. Okay. But yeah, I just, and I love, I've always been a nerd. I've always been, you know, and I, I love it. I love it. I love If I could walk around in costumes all day, every day, I probably would. Yeah. And not not have a heat stroke, yeah, absolutely. Right, because it do be hot. It do be hot. It just depends. Like, I think in my later years, I have gotten to the point where, if it's not comfortable, I'm probably not gonna wear it. <laughs> Fair enough. You take some pictures and then take it off. Right. Yeah. I will do yeah. that too. These pictures is done. So is this costume. <laughs> it's like me with that makeup. I'm reconsidering makeup at cons. Entirely. Oh, I'm sure because it's hot. It's really hot. Yeah. Close all your pores. You can't sweat it out. You got to seal your sweats. You got to sw- uh, like I have a, a stop the sweat spray. So I just like completely close your pores for like six to eight hours. So you just I'm you don't pass out. Radiating with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to reconsider all of that. Basically, man, I'll make it back. What is that? Cool. How'd you start? Hello. How'd you start? How'd you get in the cosplay? What was your, uh, your go button? Well, I'm a 90s baby. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I started with the whole, you know, Yu Yu Hakusho, Dragon Ball Z, Inuyasha, Pokemon, Digimon. Um, and it was just like all downhill from there. So it was once I got into that, that was a wrap. Um, the first character I ever cosplayed was Itachi back when he was, you know, a bad guy per se or anti-hero. Is to me, it's the embodiment of the character. It's the confidence for me. Yeah. Um, cosplay a certain character, I don't see myself. I just see that character. You know, it's basically like I'm turning into that character. I mean, obviously, it's kind of fun cosplay, but it's it's mainly I'm taking all those qualities of that character and putting them into myself. Yeah. Virgil is one of my favorite cosplays of all time, which is why I love wearing Ragna and his yeah. shit attitude. Um, also one of my favorite cosplays. But yeah, once I started cosplaying, it was that was it. It was a wrap from there. Um, I want to expand on my cosplays and cosplays from different genres, make different groups. I just want to keep expanding with my cosplays. You get a nice little resume under you. I think all of you guys have like a wide variety of cosplays. Like I, I love the range that all of you guys have. Like, I don't think I've seen any of you like stick to just one corner of like, oh, this is my fandom. Like if Keith just stuck to Power Rangers, we wouldn't have Jotaro, we wouldn't have Spider-Man, you know, we wouldn't have like a broad range of things that come from him. So it's it's really dope to be able to express that um, through our craft. Uh, Keith, what about you? How did you get into this? How'd you get into this whole world? Well, See, when I was a kid, much like a little 90s baby, I came up on you, you have to show DBZ, even watch some Sailor Moon back in the day. Yeah, as far as um, the standard we just came out. I mean, okay, since we're talking about that, yeah, I did watch Sailor Moon back in the day. That theme song is catchy, I don't care what nobody says, it is catchy, period. It is catchy. I think she was a little bit of a creep, though, but that is it is a catchy song. Why she gotta be a creep? 
if what I remember from Sailor Moon, because I, I never grew up like watching it, watching it, and I tried to go back as an adult and watch a couple episodes, I'm like, she won't leave this dude alone. Like, he's uh, disappearing. Uh, uh, no, 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 Usagi is in I middle school, right? He's a whole right? college student. And the dude, the exactly. Dude, I forgot his name. He's in. He's he has a job. He's in college. Oh wow. He's in college. She's yeah, in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you thought she was creepy? Okay, no, 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 so no, no. Tuxedo art rolling. I'm not gonna let you diss Sailor Moon. Hey, how did we get here? It's even worse now. Like, don't come for Sailor Moon. <laughs> It's even yeah, worse now in my head. Like, but at the time, know, it was don't come for Sailor Moon. Like, I'm, I mean, it's, you have to think time, about I was the, watching it. the culture it was made in. So, at the time I was watching, I wouldn't think about all that. No, of course. That's you know, what I, grew, I, I, grew, I grew up watching Power Rangers. So, anything where there were transforming heroes, I was all up in there. Yeah. And Sailor Moon fell under that category. That's fair enough. Alter Eagles and everything. Yeah. But, you know, as far as cosplay goes, that didn't come to like years and years later. Because around the time after I graduated high school, I had a homeboy who would go to like cons and he would send me pictures like, I can't, I need to go to one of these. But at that time, I wasn't driving or doing anything like that until I found out there was like a local ish con called Omega Con. It was a small con out in Charlottesville. Okay. Charlottesville, VA. And I went out there and that's why I got really exposed to this whole world. Yeah. And then I, I decided, like, I think it was like maybe one or two cons after that, I wanted to cosplay. My first attempt at cosplay, I cosplayed Dante from Devil May Cry, the reboot game, not the main timeline game. I didn't know. Nobody that recognized it. One. Nobody recognized it. That's <laughs> dope. I didn't know that was your first one. That was my very first one. Then once I started getting to like bigger cons, I think my first big con was Otacon. I went with UAL a few years ago. Yeah. That was all she wrote. <clears throat> that, that's when I was all up in it. Sometimes that's all it takes. The right group. Yeah. Yeah. And shout uh, out to UAL though. Shout yeah. on the real. I was, shout getting ready, to, I was getting ready I was getting ready to shout them out because this cosplay right here that everybody knows me for, one of the admins of UAL, shout out to Chelsea Blackwell, aka Astronome. Yeah. She coached me she coached me through this cosplay. Yep. When I when I post up the pictures, I I didn't think it was gonna blow up the way it did, but numbers are still racking up on my cosplay page as well as my Twitter and Instagram to this day. You were yeah, you were trending, yeah, definitely trending on Twitter. Must have dropped, must have dropped this like a, a year or two ago. Yeah, you were definitely uh, trending on Twitter because of it. That whole group is. I is definitely really say amazing. shout out to to UAL. <laughs> yeah, it's because like I said, I used to attend cons. Yeah, I used to attend cons alone uh, most of the time. And when I first joined and they have their, you know, that was my first time attending <clears throat> cons with other black people because uh, I live in Indiana, Indiana mm-hmm. so that's it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's in part why I wanted to make this group, you know, so we always like know there's somebody next to us that look like us that we can ride with to the cons and gain these experiences and all this information from, and it's not just we feeling like we're on our own, you know? Uh, Kendra, how did you get into this? Particularly closet cosplay, because ever since 
she who not who shall not be named you have been <laughs> my closet cosplay stand like on, <laughs> like on real so how did you get into this so this kind of like sparked out of like a work um conversation and shout out to my friend troy because if you would have never told me about like cons and stuff like that like you would not even see me here like at all like so me and me and him we're like really nerdy and stuff like that we're both into anime both into gaming and stuff and so one day he came to me and was like oh my gosh you should come to anime usa with me this was like back in 2017 and i was just like all right sure whatever and so like I'm kind of, you know, trying to figure out like what the heck is an anime con anyways. Like I've never been to one. Like what do I do? Yeah. Um, and he was pre- pretty much giving me the rundown of what to expect and stuff like that. And he was like, oh, you should cosplay as well. And I'm like, I don't even know who to cosplay. Then it hit me. I remember a few years before we had met, I was like carpooling with this one random dude to my to my to one of my old jobs. And we had yeah. got on the topic of anime and he was like, oh, have you ever watched Nichiko and Hatchin? Um, and I was like, no. And he was like, yeah, you should, you should definitely should. Cause we were, we were listening to the theme song actually in his car. I'm like, yo, this is tight. Like this is lit. So, you know, I, I watched the, I watched the um, anime and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to cosplay as her. So my whole thing with creating a look i tried to at least research and google items or clothing items that kind of match with what she wears in the show so i was like you know going on websites anywhere from like nasty girl i already had like some uh white shorts that i bought from like ross and stuff like that some boots from ross some glasses i had kind of got from off like amazon Mm -hmm. um i had pulled up a, a temporary tattoo from Etsy, um, and I Etsy think the, the, the shop store. itself, yeah, the shop itself was like UK based. So I was kind of like, you know, scared. I'm like, is this tattoo gonna come before this convention? Luckily it did, but I literally will never forget the day of, like the, that Saturday um, when I was gonna actually showcase my cosplay. I was up at like eight o'clock in the morning trying to get this tattoo off. And I was like legit on the verge of tears. I'm like, I can't do this. Like this, this tattoo is not coming off the paper. What do I do? So after fiddling with it for like a couple, you know, minutes to an hour, it finally came off, went downstairs, you know, did my little showcase. You know, a couple people actually uh, knew who I was. So ever since then, it's just been like an amazing journey. I didn't really take it seriously until actually last year. Um, when I went to BlurCon and like BlurCon, that was the first time I actually went and BlurCon was just an amazing experience within itself. I'm just like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, there's like so many black people. That is like the best thing about BlurCon. It's just the sea of us. It's so wonderful. So many. And so like, like people was just like, mad cool and then you know even now um now that we're in quarantine it, it definitely has 
given me uh, an opportunity to be more creative, to try out new things. Like I'm starting to, like I can't sew, I still can't sew, but I'm starting to get more comfortable with doing DIYs, getting more comfortable with, you know, editing and stuff like that. So just cosplaying in general from like when I first started to now, it's been a lovely experience. It's an amazing hobby that I picked up and I'm so happy I did. I'm happy for you. Really, I'm happy for all of y'all. Honestly, we made it, y'all. We cosplayers out here. We did. <laughs> Vampy, how did you get started? Um. Well, I got started a lot, a long time after I would start watching anime. I mean, I started watching anime with like Sailor Moon and stuff like that. But that's just because of the babysitters I had, so they were my introduction to anime and then I always yeah. thought it was cool to like be these characters. I knew people dressed up like that, but I couldn't see myself doing that. And then I think the moment yeah. changed when I watched Cinderella, the Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella, the one with Brandy. When I saw her like yes. come into that room and that dress, yeah. that was that moment where I was like, that's me. I want that to be me. Um, it was just that representation, the fact that you see someone that has your skin color and like this fantasy type environment. It wasn't really fantasy, but I mean, she was like a princess. So like this fantasy type environment and that's just something you want. And then later on, a couple years later, I saw San Diego Comic-Con on TV. I saw people doing like live coverage on it on G4 TV. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, they would do live coverage on it. And when I saw that, I was like, wow, look at all these nerds. Like I can totally be there. Like, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> be there like dressing up with all of them and just like nerding out about stuff. That was the only convention that I knew of. And then when I got in high school, I had a friend who was also into the same things. And then she got me to go to Anime Central, ASIN. That was the first con I ever went to. The first time I went, I didn't dress up. Um, And then the first costume I ever did was Jack Frost. And that was outside of a con. It was just for a photo shoot. And we just had one together. I'm still friends with her till this day. that's how yeah. So she was kind of the reason why I started cosplaying and yeah. going to conventions. That's how it should be. You meet somebody, you stick with them for the long run. I'm assuming y'all may have, like, y'all have all made, like, a mass amount of friends just from the cosplay community alone. I know I have. Yeah, most of my friends are in the cosplay community. Yeah, especially now. I know there's people I probably would have never bumped into or never even, like, had to approach for any other reason other than appreciating their cosplay. And not only that, the fact that we have these spaces for other black people, like we know other black people in the cosplay community as well. Cause if you're just going into the community, you don't really see a lot of black people yeah. unless you're mm-hmm. like searching for mm-hmm. them and you find these spaces, these safe spaces for us. Yeah. You gotta make a deliberate, a deliberate effort to do it, to find somebody like you. Um, I think everybody know my cosplay story. Everybody watching it. I'm gonna say it anyway. My cosplay story was 
I've been a fan of cosplay for like a good 10 years or something like that, roughly 10 years. Um, I knew about it to a capacity. I saw one of Jasmine Strange, uh, Cutie Pie Sensei's first cosplays, uh, Korra, Avatar Korra. Loved it. A couple years later, she drops Widowmaker, and then she drops Widowmaker from Overwatch, and then she drops another cosplay, um, Farah, crossed over with, I think, Icon? Not Icon. I can't remember. Riot. It's Riot from, like, League of Legends. And it was just, it was a dope, it was a really, really dope cosplay. It was a, it was a really dope cosplay. With yeah, the, the, big the one with the thing? big fists and everything. It was a yeah, yeah. dope mashup. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think, like, you could mash up, you know, characters like that. It comes off of, like, Marvel versus DC Comics for me, because at the end of that comic line, all the superheroes fused up, like, Wolverine right. mixed with Batman and Superman mixed with Captain America, and it was weird, but it was... You know, if I saw those costumes today, I'd get it and I'd understand it. It'd be cool to see things like that mashed up, fan, different fandoms, different universes mashing up. And she brought that, you know, to life for me. So following that, a couple of years later, I see BlurCon. Everybody's going to BlurCon. I'm in the UAL group. Couldn't go to BlurCon when I wanted to. Legend of Micah puts out that long-ass video a spotlight video of BlurCon, and all of you guys looked incredible. Every single person on that video looked incredible. And I was like, yo, if I don't get here, I will not have realized what I really want to do in my life. I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw so many people. I saw so many people, so many names that I'm now cool with that I didn't think I'd even really fit in the same space and just as blurred community or whatever allows you to be able to access those people and and relate to them outside of just cosplay because you have cosplay and it's really it's really cool to have that you know it's, it's a really amazing thing to have that it started with it started with jasmine and it's you know it's it's gonna be everything for me i'm gonna take what i'm doing when i'm with crafting and building cosplays and armors and things like that i want to help get as many people into cosplay as possible because of that because i know somebody else did that for me you know um i think we've gone over all our topics but i actually want to know what's next for you guys like what's your next look forward to cosplay if it's not secret because i know one of khalil's a secret I got a few that are secret, but <laughs> that don't help. Hey, what's um, something you can tell us? What's what's one that you can tell us? That's, that's uh, not on the list. Hmm. They're all kind of secret, but like I said, the main one I'm looking forward to is doing UPR for, like I said, the Bleach group. Yeah. And I'm talking about, like the full UPR. I I already have his outfit, and I went to Dragon Con with his outfit. I did Katsu with his outfit, and people got me confused for Aizen. And I was like, okay, I can, I can kind of see it. You're in the boat. But um, I'm getting his hollow mask commission. Like, I already have friends making half the mask. Yeah. Um, one of my other cosplay friends, Rhea, shout out to her, who does makeup and stuff. She's going to uh, yes. paint my face, uh, yes. get yeah. contacts, get green contacts. And I, I'm going all out for my Are you going to do the hair, too? you going to, like, put the hair green also? Um, well, his hair is black, so I'm letting I'm letting the red kind of grow out. So, gotcha. 
it's red and black right now, which yeah. is <laughs> so just in case anyone caught that. Got you. I like it. Thank you. And right and Rhea, she's a really good uh, makeup artist too. Definitely. Right? Uh, she's she's Shout out to her. For yeah, for our Teen Titans, when we did the Teen Titans, or uh, we're gonna do the Teen Titans group cosplay, um, she was gonna be Demon Raven, Trigon Raven. So all the red and the four eyes, everything. I, I spotted her and I knew immediately like she would be able to pull off the look for it. So I shout out to her. Um, Keith, what about you? What's uh, what's your next cosplay that you can tell us about? Let's see. Well, I'm terrible at keeping secrets, so <laughs> someone will just tell you a few of them. Well, I'm definitely not done cosplaying any other Power Rangers anytime soon. And yeah, that's oh, always that's always on the list. I should have said that. On board. That's not Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Beyond, and to be honest, a badly kept secret is that I do not own a complete Power Rangers cosplay. Irony, right? What? Not the hardest part is always the helmets. That's the hardest part. I'm trying to get that together as we speak. Gotcha. Other than that, other than that, I got a um for those of you who watch God of High School, <laughs> whose first season just ended, I do got a Jim Mori cosplay plan. And um that's gonna be fire. Another one. Bro, I think I started another one. And I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, I definitely got a Jim Mori cosplay plan. I got started on that one. Gotcha. And Robin should be to be finished sometime soon, right? Yeah, Robin's definitely gonna be finished. I need to finish gluing down those straps to to the Velcro. Once that's once that's done, I can ship that out. I will follow up with a cape after because I want to remake the cape, and you're good to go. Rock Keith is gonna be. The Teen Titans, Damian Wayne, not Damian Wayne. He's gonna be the blackest, blackest Damian Wayne version I could possibly find. Damian Wayne, most annoying little Negro you can think of. Yeah, when I, yo, I swear, like that's how me and Keith got cool because I met Keith through like UAL and everything like that. And his between his energy and knowing that he's in the martial arts, and even. Even his stature just fit the idea of Trill Robin from Trill League. And we recreated that together to be Damian Main. And it's going to be so dope. Uh, like the armor's already, I already showed the armor online on my Instagram, uh, Mr. Tetris Cosplay. But the bodysuit just came in. I haven't only showed Keith that. The bodysuit just came in. So it's, it's really going to be amazing. He's gonna look so I'm I'm like hella proud just for him. Like he's he, I'm 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 really excited for it, honestly. Thank you both. Uh Vamp. What's next for you? Who's trying to join us here thing? I got hey. oh. You're sideways. Hey, what's, what's up? up Did it fix itself? Hey, there we go. What's up, hey. what's up? Everybody, we got a... Uh, we got another mod in here, hey. the, real, the real McCoy. The blackest of black McCoys. The blackest of black McCoys. How you doing? Also, I'm making an OnlyFans. It's called your Blue Fairy Professor Bay. So, you know, look out for that. 
gonna be nothing but furry porn. <laughs> you know, what's crazy? Of body paint. <laughs> you know, what's crazy. My response is gonna be in this economy, but then that is the answer in this economy. It is. Yeah, that's that's, that's the way to go. Y'all don't judge me. I will also be eating because <laughs> while the, while the internet was out, I figured I'd go get some food. So. Okay. Doing better than Keith right now. He's he, he <laughs> talking down for us. What's your next? What's your next cosplay? Uh, I got a couple that are next. I mean, for this month, I'm mainly focusing just on my Witchtober that I have going on. So I've been doing a bunch of different witchy looks yeah. on my Instagram. And then after that, probably just going to start prepping for some big cosplays that I want to do, like big ball gown type cosplays. Um, I kind of mainly, yeah, I just been drawing them out and things like that because I always do my own version of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have Tiana and then like from Princess and the Frog. And then I want to do another, I want to do a ball gown version of Sally. Mm -hmm. Ooh, uh, that'd be sexy. I love that. That's that's the one that I think you showed me before, told me about, like, that's going to be really dope. Yeah. And then um, I think that's it really I want to focus on for now because ball gowns can take up a lot of time and a lot of space. And you make them from scratch? Yes, I do. Yo. Yeah, all of That's amazing. I wish you lived closer. I would have so much seamstress work for you. Uh, I really wish you lived closer. I've actually been trying to work on trying to teach people how to sew, like yeah. online and stuff like that, just like video stuff like that, because mm -hmm. not everyone knows how to sew. And then just like the videos that you do find on YouTube, they don't really like keep it super basic. It's me. Yeah. I'm, I'm with people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really difficult to learn how to sew online. I think I, the best one I saw was like a corporate video for the, the actual sewing machine model that I was trying to use. Mm -hmm. And even with that, it was like, they'll show you the technical functions of how everything is. But after that, it's like, you know, use your heart or something like that. And <laughs> you got to find, you got to use the heart of the guard. <laughs> yeah, it's really all on you after that. Um, I have to say, thank goodness for my mom. <laughs> See? See? I'm using, yeah, I'm using my mom's uh, sewing machine too, so that's. I'm trying to learn how to. I'm trying to learn on that. Luckily, yeah. I had a friend who had like an extra sewing machine that she wasn't using, and she had like two, and so she just gave no, it she, to me. She, like, she sewed all of our lives. Like, she would be the one to make like her own slip covers and upholstery for the furniture that we had because she, like, she would say, "I'm not going out to pay to go get this redone." Cause you kids done messed everything up so you know <laughs> she'll just be like i'm just gonna make my slip covers she'll buy some fabric bust out a slip cover in like a like a, a couple weeks for the whole couch and you know the, the two little chairs and she'll yeah that's how i got introduced to sewing anyway or seeing sewing um so i know the bare minimum of what it's supposed to look like from seeing how good it is but everything i come out with is it just makes me want to grab the hot glue 
That's all. <laughs> sometimes it was not a sewing machine. Like an actual right there. Like sometimes it helps when you have someone just their attention is solely on you. So like if you do mess up, they can walk yeah. you through it because I had to do that with my with my grandmother. She had a problem and I was I was like, well, what are you talking about? Like she tried to say it on the phone and I actually just went down there just to go see her. And I was like, oh, here's your problem right here. You were just using the wrong thread. That's all. That's all it was. <laughs> you can use the wrong thread. Like I was saying that you know, Keith, you gotta get another cape. Your cape is about to be hot glued, man. Like I was looking at that, I'm like, I'm not touching that <laughs> Listen, hey, at that point, a scene is a scene. It doesn't matter how the scene came together, but it's there. <laughs> but hot glue isn't permanent, though. That's the thing with hot glue. Exactly. That's, and then hot glue, that's like, the, that's the I knew somebody who glued her whole cosplay together. And oh. we were at con. They and have it was And she was about to be naked. <laughs> okay. Can I be real like, right now? not. I don't just use glue. I will staple that shit too. Like I will, <laughs> I will get a stapler. How do you think I got all that fur on my arms for on my arms and legs for bees? Those seams were stapled and glued and the shit held for everywhere. That's I mean maybe it only last like two or three wears, but still this was <laughs> Actually, you gotta tell us. You gotta, you gotta introduce yourself to to the group and, and to the podcast and like what you're doing, what your cosplays are, how you started. You gotta go through the whole thing, catch up. Oh, we're absolutely okay. Well, for those of you who don't know, um, my 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 non-cosplay name is Gwen, um, and my cosplay name is the Black McCoy. I started. I always say I started cosplaying when I was little. Um, I just didn't know it was cosplay at the time. Like I was notorious for taking a belt, sticking it in my pants having that little, you know, towel tying over my neck and always, like, playing like that all the time. Gotcha. I always had a fascination with, like, dressing up as yeah. I grew, as I was growing up and always wanted to be able to, like, dress in, like, an anime fashion or a superhero fashion. Like, I was always enamored with different costumes and you know, different looks from fictional characters. And it wasn't, a, I think, I guess my, like, real, like, first official, official cosplay was Gata, and that was in high school. I was a freshman. I was a freshman, and it was Spirit Week. And so, you know, we had different themes for different days, and yeah. one day it was Character Day. And so, like, I remember being in the garage, and I that was the first and last time in my life that I used paper mache to make anything. So, <laughs> paper mache is for the very patient and very loving, I'm not that person anymore. <laughs> but no, like I remember like my mom had to take me to Home Depot to get like the spray paint and stuff that I needed, even though she didn't know what the hell I was using it for. And like, and because, you know, back in Georgia, I'm originally in Georgia, we had like, they had like restrictions, age restrictions on certain shit you could buy. Spray yeah. paint was one of those things. So like, yeah. And so I remember her like watching me in the garage because she didn't know what the fuck I was making because she don't know shit about Naruto or anime, period. <laughs> for real, for real. 
So it was just fun watching Black parents like be confused watching their children make stuff. They have no idea what the fuck it is, and then yeah. by the time they're done, like you're, they're so proud, but like I'm, but they're also confused. They're like, what is this? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it was like I want to explain it to you, but then I, I, I don't. I, neither of us have that kind of time. Um, what else I got to cover? <laughs> um, let's see. Um, what I'm working on now, I'm not working on a whole lot right now. I'm actually doing a lot more planning. Um, and to be perfectly honest, as I, I found that as I've gotten older, the planning stage for cosplay for me is not only the the most fun, but it's also the where most of my work goes in because I it's like I would rather plan every step that I need to instead of, you know, kind of going with the flow as I make things and like I would rather have to measure twice and cut once rather than keep fucking shit up over and over again. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, I told Chris this like a while ago. I have two really large cosplays that were planned for 2021, but you know, a lot of things have been backlogged since coronavirus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I still have some items that I still have cosplays that I started that I haven't even remotely gotten close to finishing. Well, that's not true. I have one that I've gotten close to finishing. I just have like a couple items that I need to buy. You just made the um, horns for one of the things that a little while back too, right? So what? You just made the horns for one a little while back too, right? Yeah, yeah. So that one for Momoshiki Otsutsuki from Boruto, like I was really ready for that when I got the prosthetic eyes for it. I got them custom made and everything. Oh, but um, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I can send you all the link for the Etsy page I use for that. It's a company in Canada. They're really amazing, really accommodating, and uh. Pretty fucking amazing, um, and it, they gave me a pretty good deal on too. So, um, uh, and they had to like specially size one for my forehead because I have a big forehead. But also, they didn't understand that I had a big forehead. So, you know, <laughs> but I have a big forehead. So that's just how that goes. But anyway, no, like I was really ready to have that, have that Momoshiki cosplay ready for BlurryCon like this year. Yeah. But you know, life got shut down, and so I was like, well, I mean. Guess I can go ahead and continue to procrastinate like I do with the rest of my life. Take your and time. so it just kind of fell to the back burner. And yeah. the messed up part is the only thing that I really need to buy. I was going to, so I also did a lot of thinking when it came to cosplay. And I was thinking, like, what are cosplay for, at least for me, that are like, that are like, that require certain levels of energy? So I have like mm -hmm. a, a small, medium, and like large and extra large levels of cosplay. Like small levels would be like my Fuji Toda cosplay. It doesn't take a lot for me. I just put on the cosplay that I bought. I make a small prosthetic for the scarring and I put up some contact and I keep it moving. Yeah. Like that's that's a low level for me. Momoshiki for me is maybe like mid tier because it requires me to make, actually make something. Yeah. Um, and it also requires me to have like larger pieces. Like I need, I also, I had a friend who was making the wig for me or helping me make the wig. And the only thing I was going to buy was the actual, you know, cosplay for Momoshiki and just, you know, alter it um, at my leisure. Yeah. And then I have larger cosplays, which would be like my Beast cosplay. I would consider a larger cosplay because it requires, you know, other skill sets that, that for me aren't like require more energy. Like Momoshiki would just be very monochromatic painting at the least. But Beast for me requires more prosthetic work, more, um, you know, makeup work, different kind of shading for different dimensions and stuff like that. 
um, yeah. making sure I have fur in the right places and figuring out, you know, what kind of aesthetic I'm going for for that. And so I'm working my way towards extra large. And so one of the cosplays that I have planned that I'm still working on um, is Alphamon um, from Digimon. And the reason I chose Alphamon is because I was actually juggling Alphamon and Black War Greymon. And Black World Greymon was the first, like, really big cosplay I ever tried. And it was the first year I went to Dragon Con back in 2013. I made that cosplay out of cardstock paper and fiberglass resin. Mind you, I had no idea what it looked like to put that shit together. I had, like, and when I finally put it all on at home, it was fine. But when I got out in the street and put it all on and tried to walk, it almost immediately started falling apart. But yeah, nonetheless, I, it was a failure, but like I got like one good picture because there was some guy and his kid. He's like, hey, can my son take a picture with you because he really wants to? And I got that one picture for that day. And I can say that looking back, I'm proud of that because yeah, I, I did. I made something really large with very minimal materials and very little money and was able to. I mean, of course, I was taking advantage of the fact that you know, I wasn't, I didn't have to pay for most of the things that I use, but <laughs> for, and especially because we had cards, paper just lying around the house for some reason. But like, it was, it was a cosplay that I was proud of. And it was something that, you know, was able to make someone else happy in some way, shape or form. And, you know, I had to put it back in the car, but it, all the work I put into it and all the, all the research and all the different skills that I touched on trying to make it really helped my journey overall. And I've actually honed a lot of other skills since then. And so if I wanted to remake it, I would go about it a very different way, knowing that I have foam now and I have, you know, different ceiling techniques and stuff like that. Um, but part of me wants to leave it in the past, but still wants to do something Pijimon related, but something still pretty big too. So Alphamon is what that project is going to be. I have one more, but I'm going to keep that one in my back pocket until it actually happens. Chris knows what it is. Chris, don't say shit to yeah. nobody. I will find you if I yeah. find out. <laughs> I will take. I will drive up to New York. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh no, we're good. Um, tell me. Actually, I wanna. I wanna do. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't find that out. What's your favorite? What's your favorite cosplay prop? My favorite cosplay prop or problem. Prop, prop. Jesus Christ, we don't have we don't have any problems. <laughs> oh. the, the black cosplay community is, is a godsend. There's absolutely nothing problematic in it at all. We're gonna. We're gonna oh, man, I, thought, I was like, listen, there's a lot. I like, look, there's a lot of problems that there come with cosplay not, that we don't talk about all the time. But. <laughs> but my favorite prop, and it's gonna sound it's gonna sound cliche and corny, but my play, my favorite prop is my my body myself because i think that the we can put on the costumes and we can put on the cosplay as much as we want yeah but it doesn't really come to life until we use our bodies to make it come to life until we practice our poses or you know until we get into character yeah so much so where the things that we do become fluid and they become more real than what we actually are basing the characters that we're cosplaying off of and so and, you know, I've, I've made props and tried a lot of different things, but at the end of the day, regardless of, you know, what horns I make or staffs I make or um, claws or whatever, 
they don't have any animation to them unless I do something with them. So, yeah. Gotcha. We didn't get around to future cosplays for Kendra before you jumped in with your food. What is next for you? Um. So I have like at least two or three for this month that I'm not going to spill. And I also have like a group project that we're um, getting finalized. But I guess ones that I really want to do is I really want to get into like gender bent cosplays. So one character that I have in mind is um, Night Eye from My Hero Academia. Um, Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just like really like his like uh, his design, and I really wanted to incorporate um, one of my brother's songs because it kind of meshes well with like you know his design and like how he carries himself and stuff like that. So mm. I might end up turning that into a TikTok. I'm not really well versed with TikTok, yeah, but. Man. I might make a video of that. And then another one that I have is pretty much, I'm gonna do like a can- the Canon version of Sailor Mars because I already have the Sailor suit. I had bought the suit um, and I had already did like a mashup between Sailor Mars and GGK. So I was just like, might as well just do the actual character since I have everything else. So. I don't think I saw that one yet. I may have. I yeah, think- I had did like a whole cover. I was like singing and everything. <laughs> yeah, TikTok is a is a whole a whole new world. A really, whole new world. Oh my gosh. Respect yeah, for the cosplayers on top of that. Not really don't. I don't either. <laughs> I tried making I made TikTok maybe like three or four times. And I promise you it took forty five minutes to make a video that was like not even a whole minute long. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't TikTok every time makes I me look feel TikTok, old. TikTok yeah, is like, a lot of work. You just gotta I figure feel, out the like, algorithm. I feel nothing short of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck the algorithm. I'm talking about just the damn video. <laughs> making the videos. Let, let's start with making the videos. Because... Put effort into anything. Like, I don't know how to edit the shits. Like... No. <laughs> it's not easy. It's, it's not easy. Some people have, like, like, I talked to one of the twins and be like, one of y'all do help mama with the TikTok. Not help mama <laughs> with I the TikTok. Ah! You heard what I said? The gag. <laughs> my kids, nah. I, I'm, I'm so glad my kids are too young for me to have to rely on for things like that. I, I'm not prepared. It is coming, but I'm not prepared for it. It's all right. You, they mostly drag you anyway, so it's all right. It's really messed up, but they're gonna they're gonna be, <laughs> they're gonna be in for it when it comes to high school because I still got pictures of them being bald and shit. Ooh, uh, yeah. I can't yeah. Wait. Why are you I'll put them on TikTok and be like, "Remember this? Tag me high school born bully. Remember this? Yeah, y'all was bullying me at four years old. Let's see how you feel now." <laughs> How you get bullied by four year old sir? How? Alicia, what's your future? Yes. Um, I have. Just watch. In the next two weeks, I have. What's your future? What's your future? Kind Raven. Of I have Raven coming up this weekend, and then next weekend, um, I made a blue dragon. Leave me alone, bro. 
You leave me alone. That's a throwback. Wait a minute. Pause. I stopped listening after this. That was all I had to hear. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I heard, I heard Raven. I so yeah, Raven. Zoned out. And then Every me. time someone comes, they're going to cosplay as Raven. Chris goes. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. <laughs> 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 no, it's Raven and it's Vilma every time. It's not my fault. It's just how I was raised. Leave me alone, man. That's just how he was raised. I'm over it. I can't be the one. I'm sorry. What does that mean? Wait, what happened? What does that mean? What does what mean? How you were raised? What do you? I agree. It means I'm avoiding the conversation. I had this old friend that, like, uh, when when Misty from Pokemon came on, he was just like, "Oh, I love her. I love her. I don't know why, but I love Misty. I love Misty. I never understood it." And so, like, they kind of revamped um, Scooby-Doo because I hated, like, the older cartoons for Scooby-Doo. And when they revamped Scooby-Doo, like, Velma was just, that's hey. nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I know it is. Yeah. With them legs being out. Mm-hmm. Y'all nasty. I'm weak. <laughs> but then even with the Teen Titans or whatever. You know why. Five out, five out. That's all it took. All it took yeah, was like, short, even, short. Even the Teen Titans, like, in the comic in the comic books, I like how they showed how everybody aged up. They except Beast Boy. They always they always like completely shit it on Beast Boy. Beast Boy only got younger. Garfield was a nose. They only made him younger. But Raven, Starfire, they always aged up. But they made him and they bald. always looked dope in their designs. I always ah. that was my- <laughs> Leave me alone. What? <laughs> what? You missed that bit? Oh, oh, that what did you say? Wait, what happened? Who you said said, but they made him bald. <laughs> Who said that? That was Keith? Who? Was that Keith? Yeah, there you go. No, it was me. I'm sorry. Oh. They did, though. Who said that? That was Keith? Go to Chris. Keith. I didn't say anything for the last 30 seconds. Take him off, <laughs> Oh, boy. Watch out, Keith. Like, I, would watch, like, I was rewatching Teen Titans. And, like, when Starfire went to the future. My group is racist. My group is racist. And they have a ball, boy. I want y'all to understand. Yes. I was like, why they do this? Because you want to watch Beast Boy has always been annoying as shit. That's not true. You're just racist. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say that version of Beast Boy. He had his moments, but otherwise he got on he got on my nerves sometimes. I love nah. the power, but I was like, niggas, shut up. Nah, you're just racist. That's all it is. Not really. He was a whole wow. manic and everybody was shitting on him. They make him older. You know, they got him being an actor in Young Justice. It's good stuff if you haven't seen it. They do. They have him as like a. He's a. He's an influencer. He's like a. He's like a social media influencer, but he's still young. Well, he's an actor. He's He's an actor. Yeah, he's aged up some. He's aged up some. He and at least he's younger than he was in the the Teen Titans cartoon. When I saw him in in Young Justice, I don't know. I disagree. Mm Mm-mm. He's older. All I know is this is my leadership in in the Black Cosplay Boosters group. (laughs) And all we talk about is how I'm bald and how Keith is short. 
Uh, actually, everybody in this group. Like what? My whole group is Differences. I'm he be okay calling us hobbits. That's why we be calling <laughs> him I called. I called you my minions because I I want to be groove. Nah, you called us hobbits. And I feel like we could do that as a cosplay group together. But y'all haters. That's who you really are. Oh, you just Does racist. Nobody want to be no minion. You are racist. Racist against Beast Boy because he's green. How does that work? I'm not racist against Beast Boy because he's annoying. <laughs> 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 First of all, I am that. not short. Especially all the work I put in. <laughs> Who's not short? Me. I'm not I'm short. The fuck? I'm not. How tall are you? I might be shorter than you, but I'm not short. Mm. I'm not shorter than any of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anyone in here who should be calling anybody short, it's me. Because I'm shorter than you. Majority of the group is short. I'll, we'll say majority of the group is short. Let's just put that I'm I'm taller than average height for a woman. The end. <laughs> yes, well, Chris. Chris. Hey, no, Chris, I guess what? Somebody, I think that's I think that's our time, honestly. <laughs> I think that's our time now. Oh, convenient. Okay, y'all say convenient. Convenient. Oh, it's our time now. We just pointed out that right. he's bald. That's the real problem. That's the real problem. I need council of council of twelve minus like four people. I need y'all social medias where they can find you at, and when our next episode is. So Keith. Yo, um, my um, Instagram and Twitter, same handle, at GL underscore Fresh underscore K. On Facebook, just look up Fresh K. You'll see my little avatar character there. You'll know you're the right page. Even how you said it was funky. I like it. Vampy. All my socials are Vampy Drop Snow. No space. All of them. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I have two Instagram. It's Vampy Snow and Vampy Snow Photography because I be taking pictures. And then Ooh, my Etsy is actually Snow. What? You Pokemon snap out in these streets, sis. Yes. Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Vampy Snow for all my socials. Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, Etsy. That's it. Vampy Snow and everything that exists. Got it. Yes. Khalil, where will we find you at? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, it's all Khalil Phoenix or your favorite Leo or your fave Leo. K-H-A-L-I-L underscore P-H-E-O-N-I-X. I'm going to stop calling you my favorite Leo because I don't want to do this no more. After this I, know, I, know some Le- I know a Leo. I know a Leo coming fuck you up over that title. <laughs> <laughs> She may that. be tiny, but she's here. Yeah, <laughs> Y'all know what a punk is in football? Alicia, what's your what's your socials? Wow. <laughs> honey for a cosplay on Facebook. Honey underscore fro underscore cosplay on Instagram. 
and I'm also on Twitter. Same handle. Same handle. Good. Kendra, where we find you at? Mm -hmm. So my Facebook cosplay page is Senpai Dolphin Cosplay. Um, but everywhere else on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch, it's Madam Zetti. So that's M-A-D-A-M-Z-E-T-I. Got you. And Gwen, take us home. Ah, yeah. So you can find me at The Black McCoy on Instagram. Um, Maji and Bussy on Twitter. I'm just playing. Because of that right there, this is going to be the pilot. They're going to be like, cosplay is not for kids. No. <laughs> Jesus. If you do decide to steal Majin Bookie for your OnlyFans or Twitter name, please, you know, at least give me a 10% cut. That's all I ask. Um, uh, but yeah, the Black McCoy on Instagram and the Black McCoy cosplay on Facebook. I'm gonna have a stroke. This is the wrong episode. And if you must follow me on Twitter, Swiss Army Hero. <laughs> we need a firewall next time. He trying to jump in here like that, man. Jesus. He came in here, just took the whole show. Jeez. All right, y'all. Uh, Where did you even come up with that? No, no, they feel like there's no handle hands on. So nope. that's really why nope. I'm just like sitting like this. Nope. No. No more. <laughs> We don't need no more out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, yo. I hate y'all, man, but I love y'all. Y'all can find, find me at this Cosplay on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And please consider joining the Black Cosplay Boosters because this is exactly what we plan on doing every Thursday at 9 o'clock. Eastern, 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 Eastern. I'm looking at my whole screen for people that was like all confused at the time. Eastern. Yeah. Eastern. Oh, I was like, you know, Eastern, Eastern. is our, that's a different part of the year. Yeah, you know, we had April. We had some real time. Y'all was getting ready to start this whole thing while I was still at work. Yeah, it was it was weird. But we're, we're fine. That ain't nobody's fault but your work. Nobody told you to be at work. Mr. Learn, true. Nobody My boss you. told me to. My place of employment told that me that to. That sounds like a personal problem. The people that <laughs> sent my checks told me to. That sounds like a bills? personal motherfucking problem. Jesus. You don't pay my bills. Or you gonna, gonna pay my bills? Nah. You, you wanna know why? You gonna pay my whole bills? Make sure you go to work, man. That's gonna be enough for us tonight. We'll see you guys next week, Thursday at nine. Too Take busy care. working that mouth instead of working. What? what? All right, now look. <laughs> if you don't put that white hat back on that peanut looking ass head, boy. Here's a little. Hi. Right. Oh. In the call. In the call. Click, click. In, in, the, in the call. I'm about to lose my whole career. In the call. <laughs> Peanut Calm down, eight mile. I got your peanut hit. <laughs> I got your eight mile. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. Not a new video. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even see here.